Hi everybody, Matt Lawton here. This is the Astrological Winds Channel, and I'm going to take a look at the Astrological Weather Report for the week of July 25th through the 31st, right to the end of the month. It's a nice, neat little package there. And this week features a new moon at 6 degrees Leo, and it's in a beautiful trine to stationary Jupiter. Also, conjunct Ceres. Okay, just a little business to get out of the way first. Astrological Winds Channel is on YouTube every week. If you have a YouTube account, become a follower and then turn on your notifications and you'll know when it then the blog is posted every week. It's also posted on all kinds of podcasts. No reason to really see the video necessarily. Sometimes I show a chart. It's usually just me talking to the camera. And um, so therefore, listening on a podcast is definitely a, a good option too. And it's available on about 15, 20 different ones. All you have to do is look up Astrological Winds Channel on one of your favorite podcasts. It, it is put out through Buzzsprout. I know it's on Spotify, Apple iPodcasts, Reveal, and others. Also, if you have Instagram, become look up Astrological Winds Channel on that and become a follower. And I post the link every week on that. Plus, you get bonus material if you have the Instagram one because usually two or three times a week I'll comment on um, some of the stuff going on on certain days that are, you know, have a lot of energy going on. And it's not video or audio. It's just like a couple sentences usually. So it's really easy to just read real quick and get done. I also um, have a private Facebook account that I post the link on. Um, you have to friend me um, first. So that's Matthew with two T's, Lawton, L-A-U-T-E-N. And just remember, this is a free service. So the best way that you guys can help me out through offering a free service is to pass the link on to someone else that you think might be interested in checking it out. And if you'd like to give a donation, I would never say no to that. Um, my Venmo handle is at Matthew, once again with two T's, and then a hyphen, Lawton, L-A-U-T-E-N, and no amount is too small. Um, otherwise, the best way to support me is I am a professional astrologer. I've been giving professional readings for 20 years. Um, if you or someone you know is looking for some kind of reading, email me at m-a-t-t-h-u-e-823 at gmail.com and we can discuss setting that up. And it's once again m-a-t-t-h-u-e-823 at gmail.com. Okay, um, let's get into the week. So um, I said the new moon's the main thing. Um, the two things I want to mention and re-mention actually, and if you go back to the monthly report back in the beginning of July, I kind of went into these in more detail, but I just want to re remind everyone these are two big shifts going on this week too. And the first one is on Wednesday, Jupiter does go retrograde in Aries. So it will be retrograde for about four, four and a half months. And it will actually even go back into rulership, into Pisces at, um, in late October for a little bit. Um, doesn't stay there too long, unfortunately. But um, it'll be a time when we're really 
you know, when we go inside to question our values, our morals, our standards, you know, our philosophies, um, our faith, our teachings, our knowledge, all those things we're going to like really, you know, look at inside ourselves the next four months, kind of do a lot of internal chewing and where, you know, and kind of try to figure out where they're off and, you know, where they need a kind of a reassessment. Um, there'll be a lot of probably tension socially. Remember, Jupiter is one of the two social planets. So when it's retrograde, you know, a lot of issues come up and it does have to do with the law and courts and also with like universities and medicine and travel. So all those areas you can expect like a lot of issues and obviously the law and courts is a big thing in the United States right now in the sense that it seems to be, you know, dividing a lot of um, energy. So, and remember too, Jupiter is in the crescent cycle or part of the cycle with with Saturn, which I mentioned a couple times already too. So there's a lot of frustration, a lot of blockage, a lot of restriction that is coming from reality and from authorities. And, and you know, so it can, it can be a time where we're really gonna look at, you know, our values, like I said, and things like that, abstract things, and, you know, probably do some adjusting. You know, and then once it goes back into Pisces, that'll be, you know, that'll be good. I think it'll be, you know, we'll um, be two, three months of like looking at that stuff before that will give us an opportunity then to like align our values maybe more ideally at that time and get some deeper spiritual insights into our individual journeys. So, and then the other thing I wanted to mention, and I, like I said, I went into it a lot more in the monthly so i can go back to that is uranus on the 31st next sunday uranus makes its first conjunction to the north node in taurus and this will bring a lot of shared experiences with others that like are new connections that bring new life um, new excitement will bring a lot of change possibly to your life but there's like a restless energy with this energy too a rebellious even energy if it's taken a little bit too far but like a lot of important visions and dreams may come up very important new associations and 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 that that are bringing in more but you know this is the north node so this is where we're trying to go towards and it's awkward and it can be a little bit shaky and remember in taurus you know, we're seeing Uranus really shake up a lot of Taurus stuff, just as I predicted when I went into Taurus, we seen a lot of ups and downs in the markets, inflation, all the different things that have to do with economy, resources, things that Taurus rules. So here, is there new ways? Is there new ways that we can deal with resources that um, connect us to other groups and like are very different and exciting and that kind of thing? So this is really, you know, I really think this is one of the big, big times that we have an opportunity to change things in a positive direction when we have a lot of other stressful background stuff going on. Now, like I said, new moon is um, 
the big thing of this week, but there's also another really interesting journey going on this week, and that involves Mercury. Mercury now in Leo and moving pretty fast and makes a lot of actually pretty stressful aspects all week. So it's going to really challenge a lot of our communications um, our moving around travel and our information, you know, that, that we're taking in. I think there's going to be a lot of edginess kind of to that energy this week. Um, Mercury's going to really feel it, but it does a journey this week that's almost like a step-by-step -step journey. Um, and it hits a lot of different planets because it aspects a lot of different planets because it's moving so fast. So it starts on Tuesday, tomorrow, when it squares Mars. And when Mercury and Mars get together, I, you know, the word that always comes up to me is ornery. You know, it just can make us feel, you know, that a little bit irritable, um, defensive, like kind of egotistical about our ideas and our words. So we're kind of like touchy. It's easy to go off on other people, especially verbally, easily, um, you know, um, the, but the thing is, a lot of your ideas may actually be legitimate, you know, they may be real, legitimate ideas that are worthy of, you know, being defended, of being defended or, you know, thought out or expressed, but yet it's easy to fall into this very defensive posture that can create like a negative loop because then it makes other people defensive too. And if you feel like anything's being forced on you by others, boy, this is like one of those ones that's just like, don't do this, you know? I'm gonna just boom, blow up on you, you know? Um, it also can make us impulsive with our decision-making and our actions, which can, you know, bring up, um, you know, we can get impulsive and then we can get, say and do things that, you know, can create accidents or that we regret pretty quickly. So there's like, there can be a lot of inner anger, you know, edginess with the Mars and Mercury being square. But then Wednesday is kind of nice. It's actually the nicest aspect that Mercury makes this week. The next day, it trines Chiron. And, you know, that's the power of using words to be persuasive, um, for teaching, for learning, um, for developing new ideas, um, for like heavy conversations that, you know, that are healthy conversations and that bring in a lot of information that can bring some kind of mental um, healing or solve to where we're at. And then remember, you guys, I mean, you know, I know I've you know, it's kind of like flogging a dead horse, but since the beginning of last year, 2021, the Saturn-Uranus square has been the big background aspect of the world and the, and the energy we're going through. And once again, it's watching our structures fall apart, you know, and that their need of um, new... Um, download new perspective, new way of doing things. So what is happening now is they're getting tighter and tighter again. Um, Saturn and Uranus, they're, they're tightening up. That square is going to get within one degree in the fall. And so Mercury's going to square Uranus on Thursday. And that 
connects the higher and lower minds. You know, the, the mind of the lower mind is the intellect, you know, that Mercury rules, and then the higher mind of intuition that Uranus rules. So there's a connection there. There's a lot of intuitive energy, but it's like the square is like an overload. It's like all this information and input is flashing through your mind so quickly. And some of it's really good stuff. You know, it's stuff that's worthy of being held on to. But, you know, we're throwing a lot of stuff at the wall under this square. And a lot of it's not going to stick, you know. But it's very overstimulating to the mind. So it's like a traffic jam is what it creates in the mind. You know, there's so many ideas coming at you. They're, so, they're coming so fast, you know. They're, they're you know, and, and most of them are only half thought out at the best, you know. So they're not completely baked into like something solid yet. And therefore, we make, we can make a lot of decisions that once again are impulsive, not well thought out, and end up regretting. And in the Mercury Uranus case, that's usually pretty quickly too. It comes back to us, so our rash decision making. So there's an edgy, nervous, kind of irritable energy once again. That and it's hard, you know, to keep up with the with the degree of stimulation coming into our mind. So it can really scatter our thoughts and you know bring up this like um, of an inability to focus well, you know, and and possibly even get us into accidents. But the good thing about it is there's some incredibly brilliant ideas. If you know which ones those are, you know, you want to make sure you mark them down somehow and come back to them when the mind is in, is in the more relaxed state and they could develop into something that is literally ingenious. Um, the same day, because remember Uranus is conjunct the North Node that I mentioned earlier, it's going to square. You know, the the Mercury's going to square the nodes too because it's squaring Uranus that day, and that can really put us at odds with groups and others. You know, a lot of our ideas may clash. Um, you know, and in you know, and vice versa, people, other people's ideas clash with ours. So it can also create a lot of like what's like more superficial type conversation. So what you know, people call gossip or scandal. You know, talking about others behind their back, those kind of things. So in a certain kind of way, basically, relationships are very edgy, and that can definitely extend out into groups too, especially with the nose involved and there's a lot of mental judgment going on and like how like you know what's best for me may come over what's best for the group so there's a lot of that energy and then Saturday Mercury completes its journey of this week and is opposite Saturn so it locks you know it's locked into a t-square with that Uranus there which is always one of these very tense aspects that really causes us to want to act and and you know this gives very serious thoughts the Mercury um Saturn opposition um it really can focus on like a lot of detail and really wants to get down deep to make decisions and and um what can happen is it I can isolate you inside your own mind basically um which can 
start a negative thinking loop, um, downward spirals, that kind of thing, kind of even like a depression kind of energy, you know, um, and so, and, and it gets us into a, a very critical kind of like, um, attitude mentally too, where we can be very judgmental of others and, you know, but it does give a great power of focus and concentration and you can really get a lot of results with like a lot of mental, heavy mental work, that kind of thing. But there are like usually some tough decisions that have to be made under this. And it's sometimes very hard to agree with partners in that decision-making process. So it can kind of like isolate us out, so to speak, a little bit on that level. So an interesting journey for Mercury this week. Now, the main thing of the week is the new moon in Leo, and it's at six degrees. So that's where we're going to be looking in your chart. Where is six degrees Leo to see which house that degree falls in, and then you will know the area of your life where this new moon will mostly be affecting. And of course, new moons are always about new beginnings, new starts, new things going on. This new moon is conjunct series also. Remember, new moon is the moon and sun conjunct together. And it is also conjunct series, also freshly in Leo. And it has an exact trine to Jupiter on the day that Jupiter stations retrograde, which is really, really positive because when a station, when a station is occurring, either retrograde or direct for a planet, that planet's power is very, very much expanded and stronger. And Jupiter is our greater benefit planet. So it's like one of the planets that can bring a lot of benefits. And we've got a trine, you know, one of the most, really the most harmonious aspects. So we have like, you know, it's a positive full new moon. Now, just like last month's new moon, you know, the moon and sun are together. So the ruler of the new moon is actually the sun itself. So I really always think the Cancer... And Leo new moons are just such a pure new moon on a personal level. And so the new moon in Leo, you know, what's it going to do? Well, it's probably going to bring some drama up into our lives that excite us somehow, that fire us up, you know. And our creative spirit, therefore, will be able to be able to be released. Leo is a very playful sign and it has a lot of need for attention, to feel security, Leo needs to have some kind of recognition, some kind of attention. So we're going to feel a need to display ourselves in some way, to get some kind of recognition, to feel good. And and really what's about, what's behind Leo? It's heart energy. So it's about wanting to give and receive love and affection. And it does that by being very generous, by being gregarious, by being like, you know, this just playful, loving 
type of energy that we want to bring in. So this, you know, so it's like, but the danger with Leo is it can get very subjective. It can get very egotistical. It can build up its self-importance to a point of like righteousness and where pride issues start to come in. So that is what we have to look out for is that we are going to get maybe too arrogant when and pushy. And then what we do is we push people off. So we got to find this nice balance of saying, hey, I've got this special talent. I want to show myself. I want to like get some recognition. I want to be able to give and receive love and affection. But if I get, you know, too like big about it, egotistically, Leo, sun energy, it can really turn into like this degree of arrogance that, you know, you can still get a lot of people to connect with you, but you're also going to push a lot of people away. Now, when you think about it, you know, the trying, <clears throat> excuse me, the trying to Jupiter, this is really going to help things out. I mean, there's really no, when, when Jupiter brings in energy, it's usually bringing in some very beneficial energy. So they, you know, so it's really going to soften us up. It's really puts us in this mind of wanting you know, wanting input from others, of wanting to connect with others emotionally, of wanting to expand our emotional um, growth and consciousness and development, and also like our life itself, our drive to do what we want to do. So like, so there's a lot of benefit that can come in from other people. And we're really into being with our friends. Um, it really can have us like get behind certain social type of forms. And we really get into like, once again, the philosophical parts of life, the, the looking at our values, the abstract things, the things that, you know, drive uh, what we're doing, the ideas behind that. So it's a really great time to expand personal growth, to expand the way we look at things, to take more in, to expose ourselves to different information, knowledge, cultures, uh, learn more about law, medicine, um, upgrade our philosophies and value systems, our spiritual path. Um, there's a chance of even being able to get help from, you know, people who are like above us, superiors or authorities or in power. And it can bring a lot of visions, a wide vision of a broader goal that, that can, you know, encompasses more, not just for you, but for others. And, and then when you even think about like the conjunction to Ceres and Leo, it's once again, trying to like find creative ways to express ourselves that bring in that nurturing and affection that we want. And then we feel freely able to give out because we're getting our needs met. So very interesting new moon. Look for where it is in your chart, the six degrees Leo. And then remember also not only that, if it if you have any planets around five, six, seven degrees, it's going to aspect those planets in your chart. And you can and and that's also going to affect the way the new moon um, hits you 
and the energy and the way it works in your life. So, and you know, if you ever need any kind of help with a new moon or full moon reading, I've always say, you know, I can give you a quick little reading on that. Once again, just email me, M-A-T-T-H-U-E, 823 at gmail.com. Now, the very last thing I just want to mention is Sunday, there is a Venus square Chiron. So, some stress in relationships, personal relationships. Um, they may be feeling some tension, some pain, um, like things that they're caught up on that's kind of difficult to get through. So, there can be some challenges next weekend in some of our personal relationships and kind of maybe feeling a little bit hurt about how some of that unwinds. All right, this is Matt Lawton. This is the Astrological Winds channel. It is on YouTube every week. Uh, become a follower if you have a YouTube account. Turn on your notifications. It's a free service. Pass it on to somebody else. You know, that would be the best way to pay me back. Um, like I said before, donations are, of course, welcome to, and no amount is too small. Um, Venmo uh, is at Matthew with two T's, hyphen Lawton, L A U T E N. Um, also, professional readings been doing them for 20 years if you've never had your natal chart done well you really need to take a look at that first because it's really always with you and that's the energy of your life you know different models and things that need to run and when we have greater awareness of what those are we have greater ability to have a self-fulfilling life so i recommend that and then you know um predictive readings um just like this weather report i give every week it's a reading for your next year and it shows how the planets that year are lining up and hitting your chart and what are the specific issues of that year that you're going to have to be dealing with. Um, so I recommend that usually around your birthday. I also do relationship charts, um, children's charts, fixed star readings for deeper soul purpose, astrolocality and relocation type work. Um, so all kinds of different readings, you know, different, if you have an election question where you're looking for the best timing of an event, I highly recommend that. Um, if you have a horary question where you really just can't get an answer to something you're emotionally charged up with, we might be able to find an answer for you in charts. Um, also, if you have events, um, you're looking for an astrologer, lectures, uh, mini readings, things like that. Um, all these things, just give me an email, M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com, and we can discuss um, those things. It's M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. And, of course, if you become a follower on any of the blogs, too, you can always contact me through the comments, too. Um, all right. Next week, we are the first week of August, so we're not only going to look at that, but we're going to look at the month of August and um, at the monthly for August, too. So that's a double thing to look forward to next week. And until then, we've got this, like, a little bit of a Mercury edge this week. Try not to let it spin too hard on us, and let's plant some new seeds of self-creativity during that new moon in Leo, very ripe with that trine to stationary Jupiter. All right, I will see you all next week. This is Matt Lawton. This is the Astrological Winds Channel.